Now, Encountering Hope. How much you value something is measured by how much you will endure to have it. Some wait in line for hours for a roller coaster ride of only 90 seconds. Others will wait even days for the premiere of a movie. Some would travel vast distances to see a person they love. Mothers, after their baby is born, think less about the hardship of pregnancy and labor when holding their child. Some endure terrible wars and with great risk to their own lives to take the gospel and aid to those who are suffering. When we value something greatly, we're willing to forego all comforts and personal security to have it. So the question then becomes, how much are you willing to endure for the sake of serving God? If you so hunger for the things of God, then the personal cost for those things will seem trivial. Pavel frequently endures difficulties to serve Christ. He's an SGA-supported pastor in Belarus who ministers to many with disabilities. For many years, he's been committed to this ministry, and many of those disabled people have come to faith in Jesus. Pavel shared about a recent trip. I will describe my visit to a church in a distant village. Our group consisted of 12 people. It was freezing, but it wasn't snowing. The roads were okay, and we arrived in a little over two hours. During the service, we had a heavy snowfall. The road and vehicles were snowed in. An unknown intruder had broken the windshield, and there were cracks. The road back turned into a nightmare. The road had not been cleaned. It took us over four hours to get home. But we were in a good mood, praying a lot, sharing our experiences that day, and being happy. Everything they had endured and were enduring should have dampened their spirits. But the vandalism, the weather, a potentially dangerous drive, and a bit of fatigue did not sour their joy. Recounting the ways in which they saw God at work, they were jubilant. Pavel explained the cause of their joy. And here's why we were happy. Brother Anatoly, who had been away from the church with his wife for three years because of his resentment, came back to church. As I watched him, I could see that he cried when he heard the singing and the testimonies of the disabled people and the Word of God. He is a musician, and we had eight handicapped people in our group. I knew Anatoly well as he came to church in the past, and I have been praying that he would return. It was worth it to go to church despite the difficult weather conditions. It was worth it to have the glass broken, and it would cost us $160. It was worth it for another reason. Lena came to church for the first time in 40 years. She had been friends with my sister when she was young and used to come to my parents' house, but she stopped coming to church. Now, that was a meeting and conversation about God, faith, and church. It was worth the drive to visit. The weather, the long drive, and the broken windshield were valued to be of little importance as they saw answers to their prayers. God was turning hearts to Himself, and for Pavel, this made it all worthwhile. May we too, in whatever challenges or hardship we face, 
see our difficulties as trivial compared to the joy of knowing Christ and making Him known. Go your way. Eat the fat and drink sweet wine and send portions to anyone who has nothing ready, for this day is holy to our Lord. And do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Nehemiah 8, verse 10. The people of Israel spent five to eight hours listening to the reading of the scriptures and to preaching that provided the clear sense of their meaning. They called upon Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the Law of Moses so they could hear what the Lord had commanded Israel. For decades prior to this point, the children of Israel had little to no interest in the Word of God. Correspondingly, they disregarded the commandments of the Lord. However, at this time, the Lord was moving in the hearts of the children of Israel. They had lived in exile under the judgment of God and their disposition toward Him and His Word had changed. God was faithfully calling them back to Himself. They had a hunger for the Word of God and desired to know and drink deeply of its truths and commands. So Ezra the priest and his assistants read for hours upon hours, explaining the text with clarity. The children of Israel could not get enough of the marvelous truths and commands of God's Word. This was well-pleasing to the Lord, and Ezra, along with the Levites, affirmed that the day was holy to the Lord. They grieved and wept as they heard the Word of God. They realized how they and their previous generations had utterly failed to know and to keep God's commands. Seeing their repentant hearts, Ezra encouraged them to eat, drink, rejoice, and serve those who had nothing. It's in this context that Ezra declared, The joy of the Lord is your strength. God gives this joy and strength to those who truly repent and turn to Him. Pastor Pavel and his team also felt this joy as they shared with the disabled among the Belarusian population. This is often a forgotten and disregarded population of every country. But God has burdened Pavel's heart for the disabled and so he serves them. On a recent ministry trip, he ended up experiencing much hardship from people, weather, and circumstances. It would have been very easy to become discouraged and respond with a complaining attitude. That, to God's glory, was not Pavel's response or that of those who ministered with him. In the small Belarusian town from which they traveled in very poor weather with a cracked windshield, they rejoiced. God gave them joy and strength as they recounted the powerful working of God through His Word, which they had the privilege of proclaiming. Thank you for investing in prayer for God's powerful working among the people of the former Soviet Union. There you will find joy. Learn how SGA is sharing the gospel, equipping the church, and helping the forgotten at sga.org.